Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. I have a bachelor's in chemical engineering. I've worked in a lot of different industries, including upstream and downstream oil and gas, HVAC, railroads, home goods, consumer electronics, energy storage, both compressed air and thermal, um, and a few other industries, too. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. Every startup and tech company is after one main thing, creating a company culture. I'd like to introduce you to Poppin. Poppin is more than just a popular furniture company. They are a culture creator. Poppin is so proactive about embracing our community culture, bringing everyone together at their incredible Silicon Beach mixers. Definitely go to poppin.com. Mention We Are LA Tech to get on the invite list. Poppin's main mission is to create an atmosphere where we together can work happy. Poppin.com. P-O-P-P-I-N.com. Welcome back to the We Are LA Tech podcast. We are in the fabulous Beach House co-work here in Santa Monica, just blocks from the beach. It is a beautiful day, and I get the luxury of celebrating the dynamic women in tech here in Los Angeles. And next up, we have Ariana. How are you? Awesome. How are you? <laughs> Bit hyper, right? <laughs> Two seconds ago, she saw me be super low-key mellow, and then I turned on the mic. I'm like, hello! I love it. <laughs> um, so, okay, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do here in L.A. Hi, my name is Ariana. I graduated from UCLA with a chemical engineering degree. I've worked in quite a few industries. I'm currently working on three separate projects. So the first one that takes the most amount of my time is a thermal energy storage startup company based out of Los Angeles. They're funded by the California Energy Commission, and they're using a really novel way to approach thermal energy storage by way of molten sulfur. The second project that I'm... And what's their name? Element 16. The second project I'm working on is Buddha. So that's an online platform to advance and develop and connect women in engineering. So I host this online platform, um, local events. I've also created this 10-part bootcamp series with almost a thousand slides of content from how to write a resume to how to negotiate your salary. And the third project that I'm working on is high-level organization, supply chain, project management, prototyping, consultation for a cosmetics tech company here in L.A. called All of Us. Oh, no big deal. Just everything. <laughs> and you also do a lot with the UCLA community. Uh, that's right. So I'm co-hosting a mentorship event on campus at UCLA tentatively in April. So we're going to work with Phi Sigma Rho, um, Society of Women Engineers, so these women focus groups on campus to pair current UCLA students with mentors in the community. So awesome. So, so awesome. And Okay. I have to ask this first. How do you manage your time? I'm actually doing <laughs> also an online MBA too and what? learning Is Spanish. Is it the MBA? <laughs> it's Smartly. So that's a higher education startup. So crazy. Um, you should check out and my... And you're studying Spanish? What do you use to study Spanish? A Duolingo. So just, you know, 15 to 30 minutes a day. Um, so I'm currently 50% fluent I in mean, that. I mean, is there... <laughs> Anything that you don't do? 
Um, I don't currently do coding, so I'd like to learn that. Um, so. So, okay. So what's your skill set that you infuse into all these projects? I think a lot of it is just transferable skills because I've worked in so many random industries. I've worked oil and gas, um, tissue engineering, HVAC briefly, refining, energy storage, railroads, home goods, consumer electronics. And I think a lot of that is from transferable skills. So how do you problem solve? Can you look at a problem and break it down into a lot of little steps? And, you know, what's the workflow in your head? First? Yeah. So the first step is to, one, define the problem. Is there even a problem? Because sometimes you think, oh, we have to replace something, but there really isn't an issue there. It's right. actually something completely different. So breaking down what is the problem. And the second, looking at what knobs can you turn. So what are the inputs to these problems and what's the outputs? Right. And then how do you optimize? Are there other creative solutions you can you can undergo to fix that problem or is it something completely different? So I'm a huge fan of Elon Musk's first principle thinking. So not trying to iterate, but trying to approach it from a completely different perspective. There's so many ways we could take this. Let's start from the beginning. When did you first realize you were in love with technology? So I actually wanted to be an artist up until seventh grade. And in seventh grade, I joined something called the Science Academy at Millican Middle School. And um, I wasn't a great student to start. I was actually, I'd say, pretty average. And then I just worked really hard, studied all the time and ended up acing all my classes. And um, I was considered the top student in the class, both the end of seventh grade and eighth grade. And I I discovered, wow, I love science. I love math. I love tech. Um, And then in high school, explored that a bit further. So started taking AP classes and started taking classes at the local community college just to learn more. Um, And I really admired the valedictorian at my high school that I graduated from, El Camino Real High School. Um, His name was Michael Lee. And he wanted to be a chemical engineer. And he was really infatuated with chemistry. And he like really turned me on to chemistry. And I started reading chemistry textbooks on the side and asking him a lot of questions. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I wasn't really sure what an engineer even did. Neither of my parents are engineers. I wasn't. You blow my mind. I wasn't exposed to it at all. (laughs) I feel like I just ate Pop Rocks. What? (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. It's a good thing. It's so funny. First of all, you're so charismatic. You got here insanely on time, which I really value. Thank you. Um, So you're such the professional and you're involved in so many forward moving things. And you're obviously absolutely ambitious and a go-getter and curious, and I'm I'm experiencing pop rock. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Don't make my head big. So. <laughs> um, so I didn't know what an engineer even did. I wasn't even sure what a chemical engineer specifically even did. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't honestly. I didn't do the research I should have to even apply for that major. Right. But the valedictorian was doing it. I trusted him. I really looked up to him, and right. I thought, okay, I'll do that too. Um, so applied to a few different schools. Um, Applied to MIT, Caltech, Berkeley, UCLA. Ended up getting into Berkeley and UCLA and waitlisted at Caltech. Um, I have a really funny MIT interview story and definitely the reason why I didn't get into that. But that's you have a whole... to tell us. <laughs> so um, you can tell us after. Finish this story. Okay, first. for yeah. sure. Uh, it's like I would approach that interview completely differently <laughs> now. Um, I couldn't even spot MIT on a map. So anyway, um, ended up going to UCLA got hyper involved in a lot of different stuff. I totally overcommitted my freshman year and ended up focusing mostly just on Society of Women Engineers after that, realizing I need to just focus on one thing. And now Society of Women Engineers already existed. Yes. So they're a huge organization. I think they have 37,000 members just in the U.S. Um, 
they're they're really big. So um, I joined SWE my first year, so SWE Society of Women Engineers, um, and then became president by my senior year. Got super involved in that, like loved it. I'm still longtime friends with a lot of the girls on the team. We still keep in touch. And they're actually the inspiration for Boot Up, which is the online platform that I run. It's amazing. So during UCLA, I experimented a lot in terms of different industries and learning different things. So um, I worked in a research lab for about a year and a half or two years or so. um, And I was doing tissue engineering and uh, got some funding to do that. So um, started typing a paper and realized, you know, maybe research and development isn't my thing. Like, not at all. I didn't like staying in the lab day after day. It wasn't so interactive. And I honestly just was not good at it. It yeah. was just <laughs> just terrible at the experiments. I felt like I was doing the same experiment every day and just not getting results. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll try industry. So um, my first internship was at Abbott Labs, and that was in HVAC, and I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I actually got flown out to Illinois for that internship. Nice. And my second internship was with Philip 66, so at their Los Angeles refinery, and I fell in love with oil and gas after that experience. Of course. Who I wouldn't? really loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised because I always— Pop rocks. I, Pop rocks. <laughs> I, I always thought, like, oh, okay, I'll go into biotech. Like, I was doing this tissue engineering. Abbott was a biotech company, and I was, like, specializing in biomolecular focus in the chemical engineering degree. So I always thought, oh, biotech is for me. But then after, you know— some industry exposure and some R&D exposure, I realized, okay, maybe I should try something else. Right. So I found that oil and gas was really suited to my personality and to just my drive. Um, For example, you can do huge results with just minor changes. Everything's like a spider web in the refinery. Just a small like pluck here has all these changes elsewhere. And it's, it's just a really cool, really technical process. And yeah, I just really enjoyed that that internship experience. And so that's downstream oil and gas at the refinery. After that, when I graduated, I got a full-time offer with an upstream oil and gas company here in California. So they're a joint venture between Exxon and Shell, and I really enjoyed that experience too. Um, And I decided after that, um, so that was located in Bakersfield. So I wasn't a huge fan of the location, even though I loved the work and I thought my team was awesome and I thought the company was great. So I took time off to travel. So I took about six months off from working, thinking I need a break. I feel totally overwhelmed from the amount of movement. I just need to, you know, hit pause for a bit. Um, So I went to a bunch of different countries just by myself, just rocked up. Nice. Where'd you go? I went to Japan. I went to Korea. I went to a lot of different places in Europe, um, Israel. I went to Canada. Nice. Yeah, just hopping around. I'm a backpacker too. Yeah. You stayed hostels? No, I actually did. I was so scared. (laughs) It was kind of a bougie travel trip. So I brought, um, so I got all of these travel credit cards before doing this. So it it took about a year to plan this. Oh, you're a travel hacker. Yeah. So I just travel hacked almost the entire trip. So um, I stayed in random hotels and Airbnbs. And one of the nicest places was a five-star hotel right by the Louvre in Paris. Like totally travel hacked that entire trip. Um, didn't spend too much. I would. Amazing. I need to look through the finances, but I'd say I'd spent about seven thousand for what? that entire trip, including flights, in hotels. Six months. Have you? Or it was. It was actually like five months of travel, but six months off total. Uh, did you write a blog post about it or anything? 
Um, no. Or about I, travel hacking in general? I, I've been debating it, but I feel like there are so many more savvy websites on that. Um, so Hell I was like, no, I would totally <laughs> learn from you. Sure. <laughs> it was basically just staggering credit cards every three months. And I talked to my landlord when I was in Bakersfield and charged my rent on my credit card. So to get more points that way. Yeah. And I had a system in my wallet where um, I'd use this credit card just for groceries and this credit card just for this. And yeah, I, was just, I became a little OCD about it. Um, whenever I do something, I tend to go full ass. So No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just went full ass just planning this whole travel trip um, and just a total engineering approach. If I showed you my itinerary, like every single day was planned in Japan. It was really, really? Too, yeah, it was too much. It was too much. <laughs> wow. And OK, so where in L.A. are you based? So I'm based out of Sherman Oaks. In Sherman Oaks. Yeah. And you didn't grow up in L.A.? Um, partially. So growing up, my family moved around a bit. So um, I was born in L.A. We moved to Houston for a bit and then came back to California. And then in California, we moved around a bit more. So it was a lot of like shuffling around, but largely at the L.A. area. And how's the tech scene in Sherman Oaks? How's the what? The tech culture oh, the in tech Sherman scene? Oaks. Um, it's pretty suburban there, uh-huh. I wouldn't say. <laughs> Isn't Chatsworth relatively close to Sherman Oaks? Oh, yeah. So there are a few um, hardware-type accelerators. Yeah, Make in L.A. Yeah, Make in L.A. Is in Chatsworth, um, and they're making moves to build up the community more. Is that, right. It's like, what, a 10, 15-minute drive? Yeah, it's about a 15-minute yeah. drive. So it's yeah. not next door, next door. Right, right. Close enough. Right. I think yeah. more is happening in Santa Monica, like the area you're at right now. Well, yeah, yeah for we're sure. like the hub over here, hub it up Let's dive into why you decided to work with each one of your projects. Let's start with okay. Element 16. Sure. What attracted you to that one? How'd you find it? Sure. Um, so I found the two co-founders while working at UCLA on another energy storage project. So um, of I swear, I think you're the most <laughs> ambitious person. Do you ever get tired? Well, you <laughs> said you got tired the one time, then you went traveling. Oh, and then yeah. you overambitioused out your travel. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do to take time off? Like, um, really? I work out in the morning, so I'm on this kind of weightlifting routine right now. Nice. So um, I work out between an hour and two hours a day doing that. Get and, out. Yeah. At what time do you wake up? Um, I've been trying to stick to a set wake-up time of 6 a.m., but yeah. sometimes I overshoot to wake up at 7, but the goal is Loser. 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I feel like, yeah, so I'm trying to shoot for 6 a.m. each day, um, except for weekends. I try to take it a bit easier. Um but I like doing restorative stuff. So yoga, going for walks, taking naps, like meditating. I try to get a full seven That's hours so of great. sleep. So do you um do you go to a gym to work out or just, Yeah, I go own. to twenty four hour fitness. Nice. Yeah. It's so good. So element sixteen. Oh yeah. right. So um I worked for this um compressed air energy storage company out of UCLA that was also CEC funded. Um so I was one of the four people who started on that team. Um, so I met Hamars and Parker while working at UCLA. Um, I believe Hamars was doing his postdoc there. And then Parker was doing his master's in mechanical engineering. And they saw my work there and really enjoyed working with me. And, you know, they wanted to hire me on. Um, so fast forward a bit, I worked in Australia for a bit and then came back to L.A. And I hit them up and I said, hey, I'm back in L.A. You worked in Australia. I love it. I worked in Australia, BS, by the way, no big deal. What do you mean you worked in Australia for a bit? When was that? Um, so that was... What did you do there? I did business development for a railroad company there. Um, this is amazing. It was just a, it was just a short-term stint um, and then came back to L.A. and started working with startups and doing a lot more of that. Um, so I hit Hamars and Parker up um, 
after coming back and they said that they needed, you know, an engineer to help them out. So they contracted me out to help with the design and build of their new thermal energy storage plant. And you say you don't code. I don't code. No. So when you use the term engineer, what do you mean? Sure. um, I'd say my skills are more process engineering. So um, think of like designing a plant. So selecting the specification, selecting the equipment, selecting, you know, the process flow, going through the failure analysis, going through feasibility analysis. Um, I, I do a lot of really random things outside of traditional chemical engineering, too. So I've done product development also. I've worked for I'm a consumer electronics company doing product development and a home goods company. So I'm trying to get more into that. So my next skill to acquire would be SolidWorks. So doing more um, prototyping and product development. What did you major in in college? Um, Chemical engineering. And you've graduated since? Yes, I graduated back in 2013. Cool. Chemical engineering. And okay. And then you have your your online boot coding boot camp. Yes. What is that? Our, it's more of like it, what? Like how did you get into it? Yeah. Sure. Um. So I partnered with my little sister on that. So she's nice. a computer science engineer. She's currently studying at USC. It's wild. And both your parents aren't in. No. Um. Yeah. Neither of my parents graduated from college either. So. So your sister just like followed in your footsteps. Um, I think she was really interested in robotics in middle school and then kind of continued that. But maybe I've had some influence in that. I'm not sure. We'd have to ask If you were my big sister, I'd be inspired. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Um, So I partnered with her to um, co-found Soap Boot Up, and that's an online platform for women in engineering. Um, So what we do is we pair women with mentors, and we also provide a lot of free resources like how to write a resume, how to conduct an interview, how to negotiate your salary. We also host professional development events in the community. Um, she actually had to drop out from being a co-founder due to her school commitment. So it's just me um, taking on the company right now. So I'm looking for anyone who would want to partner with that. Oh, this is perfect. <laughs> I would say if you haven't asked for the community, what would that ask be to help support you in your success? Your ask would be if there are other extraordinary women out there who want to be a co-founder uh, and you call it boot up boot up yeah boot up like b-o-o-t-u-p yep um uh, which is like a connection platform to connect um women who want to work in the field of technology to mentors am i right exactly yeah. definitely reach out to ariana and where can they connect with you sure um email me on my personal email account or we can do a LinkedIn message. Um, you could find me at Ariana Thacker on LinkedIn or Ariana Thacker at gmail.com. And can you spell it for everybody? Sure. A-R-I-A-N-A-T-H-A-C-K-E-R at gmail.com. I know it's a long email address. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then the third project is? It's a cosmetics tech company. So what attracted you to that one? Sure. So Kind of a random story. Also LA-based. Also LA-based. So I posted on LinkedIn if anyone could help me with angel investing, just because I was curious and wanting to learn more about that. Of course, because you're pop rocks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I haven't done anything in that. So I was just curious. And um, so AJ Azor, the COO of all of us um, cosmetics, reached out to me and said, hey, I can help you out a bit. So we met for coffee. And it turns out we met at Joshua Tree Camping. Nice. Like earlier that year. We just oh, didn't randomly. Reco- <laughs> we just Wild. didn't recognize each other. Yeah. Um, and then also it turns out we have all of these mutual connections. Yeah. 
So um, we met for coffee and ended up talking about angel investing and the different projects I'm working on. And he mentioned his company and um, some areas that they're looking to grow and expand and, you know, some of their challenges. And I said, oh, I could take a look. And then slow by slow, just started helping them with a few things. And Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what attracts you to that one? I like the team. So I think for all of the projects, I just like working with the people I'm working with. Right. Um, for the energy storage project, I also like energy storage quite a bit. Um, for cosmetics tech, I think the team is really awesome and driven. Um, I think the technology is really cool, too. So they use color science algorithms to match your skin tone to the exact foundation you would use. And then they have embedded systems to make that in seconds, your oh, exact wow. foundation. Um, and they're using big name brands, which I can't mention on the podcast, and then also starting their own line, too. Amazing. Yeah. And you work as a consultant for all of them. Or, well, one, you're a co-founder. Yes. One, I'm a co-founder. For Boot Up. Yeah. And the other two, you're a consultant. Right. Now, if when people are listening, are you available to consult more clients? Yeah, definitely. Do I, your pitch. Do my <laughs> Sure, I'm available. Um, I'd probably need to look at the project to make sure, one, it's something in my wheelhouse and I can genuinely help. Um, and then two, the time commitments too, because I am doing all those other projects and then also the online MBA and learning Spanish and a few other goals I have. Um, I'm trying to do and, this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm also trying to make this prototype in the retail space in my free time. So, um, did you just say you're trying to make a prototype of something else in the retail space in your free time? First of all, how do you even have free time? You and should what see. prototype <laughs> in the retail space? Sure. Um, so I have this idea. For, you are endless. What? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like I'm going a centimeter in every direction versus a mile in one. I should probably consolidate. But um, the idea is this fabric gift wrap. So um, I was at a friend's place for Christmas and I was just seeing how much waste was being produced and um, did a bit more research. And actually, I'm partnering with AJ, so the CEO of All of Us Cosmetics, on this idea. Um, he's an Anderson grad from UCLA, um, just really, or not, not, he's actually currently still at Anderson doing the fully employed yeah. MBA, but really sharp guy. Um, so we're making this prototype together and I'm not sure if it'll go anywhere, but I can see it fixing a pretty big problem. A lot of trees are, you know, used up every year making this gift wrap. Yeah. And then also this gift wrap isn't recyclable due to the dyes that they use too. So I thought, you know, why not have a fabric gift wrap that's stretchy and can fit all sorts of gifts? Okay, I have a wild question. Yeah. If you could be anything in the world, like if you were, what does your dream life look like? What does a day in your dream life look like? Sure. Um, this is actually my long-term goal. So I'd like to get into um, seed investing for startups and working with those startups to help them grow. Um, and if I could even go a step further with that, I would emphasize women and minority owned companies too. So just helping them succeed. Consulting. Yeah. I still didn't hear your pitch. Oh, okay. My pitch. Yeah. Um, hi, my name is Ariana. I have a bachelor's in chemical engineering. I've worked in a lot of different industries, including upstream and downstream oil and gas, HVAC, railroads, home goods, consumer electronics, energy storage, both compressed air and thermal, um, and a few other industries too. And I'm available for consulting and my services are can be both business and technical. So I've worked on both ends of the spectrum. You just like <laughs> blow my mind. You absolutely blow my mind. You're amazing. Uh, tell us one more time. How can people connect with you? Um, connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm pretty active on there. I will respond to any message. Um, and email is good, too. So Ariana Thacker at gmail.com. And we'll include all that in the show notes. 
One last question. If there is an LA tech talent or company you've come across lately who have really impressed you. I would say in terms of technical talent, Hamar's Aryafar, um, one of the most from Element 16. From Element 16, one of the most brilliant engineers I know. Um, I mean, we have no business starting or creating a whole pilot plant for a thermal energy storage solution. So um, just how brilliant he is. And yeah, I, I really enjoy working with him. And he's just so humble. I'm sure he's going to be blushing when he hears this because he's just such a humble guy. But yeah, I'm super impressed with him and what he's able to accomplish. And I'm learning so much from him. And I'm, awesome. I'm so grateful. And yeah. how can we find out more about your work with UCLA and mentorship? Sure. Um, I have a site for Boot Up. So that's bootupinc.com. So B-O-O-T-U-P-I-N-C.com. Uh, there's a link to the mentorship event if you want to attend uh, and maybe partner with some students there to mentor them. Uh, we also do a weekly newsletter, too. So that gives you all the updates. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much Thank for you. hanging out with the We Early <laughs> Tech podcast. Thank you. Thank you. You're outstanding. <laughs> I. You. You're just charging life. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and making time to work out and meditate and all the things. I just, I'm blown away by your ability to conquer so much. It's so inspiring and so cool. If you guys want to connect with more incredible people in the LA Tech community, remember to go to wearelatech.com slash VIP to the private Slack group, or you could say hello on all the socials, We Are LA Tech on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter. I will talk to you guys, see you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. Every startup and tech company is after one main thing. Creating a company culture. I'd like to introduce you to Poppin. They think about culture for a tech company from their design to the functionality of all their furniture. It's gorgeous colors. They have conference room tables that turn into ping pong tables. They have normal coffee tables that turn into cornhole tables. They have functional lounge chairs where you could work and relax all at the same time. Stand up desks, sit down desks, anything that you could think of. Poppin is proactive about embracing our community culture, bringing everyone together at their incredible Silicon Beach mixers. Definitely go to poppin.com. Mention We Are LA Tech to get on the invite list. Poppin's main mission is to create an atmosphere where we together can work happy. Poppin.com. P-O-P-P-I-N.com. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.